Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, October 9th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by the people's champ, Matt Baxendale. Bax, let's get into the bi-week focus. Bi-week one of two for Ohio State this season. Very interesting schedule, how they have the bi-week this week, then play at Northwestern on a Friday night, then the big game against Wisconsin and Columbus the following week, and then they get another bye week. But um, what do you think the focus is this week, uh, offensively and defensively? Uh, what do you think the team's working on the most? Well, aside from the fact that they're working on returning themselves to health, uh, that's certainly, I think, the priority in a bye week. Uh, I, you know, we saw Brandon Bowen limping off the field after not really playing against Nebraska, and I think there's a lot of wounded guys that they're going to definitely be uh, be working on getting healthy. But as for schematically, I, I don't know how much you can improve. I think what they're going to be doing is a lot of scouting. I think they're going to be watching the Wisconsin versus uh, Michigan State game with great interest. I think they're going to be watching Penn State at Iowa with great interest to see what's there. I think they're going to be uh, having the, the, the players sort of review what they've done the first half of the year and see what they've done well, reinforce lessons learned that may, maybe were lessons learned in Cincinnati that they see as the opportunity to uh, – you know, apply over the second half of the year. I think those are some of the big things you're going to see in terms of the team itself, whereas the coaching staff, they're going to be sitting there working on not just the, the schematic for the year, but they're going to be working hard on recruiting. We've already seen a little bit of that over the course of this last couple of days. So all in all, it's a weird year. Normally you have one off week at most. This year you have two because the first games are in August. And with that off week happening the way it is right now, uh, I, I think it's a good thing for the Buckeyes because they've, They've got a nice chance to take a little bit of a break here before a reasonably challenging road game played on a Friday at Northwestern and then the big game against Wisconsin. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, this this team is so impressive just across the board. You know, there's obviously they want to get better across the board. But um, I guess nitpicking, you know, right tackle is one area I think they can get better. And I think if Brandon Bowen's healthy, as, as you mentioned, I think I don't think it's a big concern. But, you know, he's clearly banged up and uh, – you know, Josh Allaby played really well against Nebraska. He was the offensive player of the game, but did not play very well in the first two series against Michigan State. And you got to give Michigan State some credit for that. They came out with some different stuff. We're doing some stunts and twists, and, and they have good defensive linemen and good coaches on that side of the ball. Uh, I don't know if they have good coaches on the offensive side of the ball, so I do want to give credit to Michigan State. But I guess right tackle would be one area I would think they could shore up a little bit. Uh, would you agree with that and just discuss right tackle a little bit? Well, I agree with you completely. I thought, I, I've been a big Josh Shalaby fan. I mean, I, I, last year I said every time he came in, he was really good. When he played against Nebraska, he was really good. So it was weird to see him struggle against Michigan State because 
in my mind, I had I had put him in essentially as a starter level guy who we just happened to have as backup. And uh, you know that that's a spot I think they could definitely improve on though. And another thing I think they could definitely improve on is their rotation at certain positions. Maybe they're going to decide to scout a little bit and try to give Master Teague some carries early. Maybe they're going to decide, hey, we need to put Baron Browning in at middle linebacker in more formation. Maybe they're going to decide, hey, you know, we want to switch things up with our safety play and get Josh Proctor in in more situations. That's the sort of stuff they might be able to do a little bit more effectively over the course of an off week. So, you know, if we're going to nitpick, again, it's all nitpicking when your team is 6-0 and with a bullet and they're in the top 10 of every offensive and defensive – or both offense and defense, you know – they're looking like a team that has the potential to be a national champion this year. So we are nitpicking, but right tackle is a spot, middle linebacker. I think the playing rotations is a spot. I think involving the tight end a little bit is a spot. Those are kind of some of the areas you're going to see them looking at. What do you think the toughest game remaining is? I mean, is it obvious to you that it's Wisconsin, or do you think it could be Penn State? Could it even be Michigan just because of having to go on the road and – you know, maybe they're they're going to be pulling out all the stops. Uh, what's the toughest game remaining on this schedule for the Buckeyes? Well, I think everybody's looking at the Wisconsin game, and while I don't blame them, I think Penn State's a more talented team. No other team in the Big Ten has recruited at their level outside of Ohio State. And if you look what they've done the last couple of years, they have top five talent in the last two recruiting classes. I don't trust Penn State's head coach not to booger up a big game situation. I'm not really sold on Sean Clifford as some superstar quarterback kind of guy, right? But I think Penn State, especially with OSU potentially looking at the Michigan game the next weekend, coming here late in the season, Penn State themselves may be on a really good run. Maybe they're unbeaten still at that point too. I think the Penn State game is probably the biggest challenge for the Buckeyes. Uh, because I don't see Wisconsin able to throw the ball whatsoever. And I think OSU is going to do a stellar job against Jonathan Taylor, because if you go one-dimensional on this OSU team, this OSU defense is good enough to get you. I mean, that, 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 that simple. We've already seen how well this team's played at various points this year, right? Well, I, I just think you're going to have to have more of a receiving threat for OSU to have trouble with the defense. I mean, on defense, I think you're really in a spot where you have to have a team that has someone like a K.J. Hamler who scares the crap out of me. Because K.J. Hamler's the guy who could, you know, turn a slant into an 80-yard touchdown. He has speed and shake. You don't see that with Wisconsin. You know, that, that, that's the equivalent of, of giving Michigan a, a reasonable quarterback to get the ball to Nico Collins every third play. That's the thing. And I know everybody's sitting here and thinking, well, don't forget the team up north, which I'm not. But I've also watched the team up north this year, and outside of the whole, oh, my gosh, it's a rivalry thing, uh, I, I feel very much inclined to say that Penn State and Wisconsin are going to be significantly bigger challenges from a football and talent point of view. So I'm going to pick Penn State. I'm kind of watching that game out of the corner of my eye right now. And like I said earlier, that game for Penn State at Iowa this weekend is going to be very telling. If the Nits go out and deck them, then we may have a real interesting game on our hands. C.J. Stroud, switching gears to recruiting. C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of California, Rancho Cucamonga. Um, the offer for C.J. Stroud from Ohio State is committable, as our Bill Curlick broke the story yesterday. Um, give me your thoughts about that, C.J. Stroud, the offer being committable, and do you think you'll be a Buckeye? 
Well, OSU's been poking around trying to get him as the second quarterback forever, it seems, right? Uh, I had almost forgotten he didn't have a full offer yet. And especially, you know, how many kids visit cross-country like he did without the, the offer in hand? But I think OSU desperately wants a second quarterback in this class. I think Stroud very much is enamored with the Buckeyes. To me, this is a good thing because of the quarterback room situation that they have right now. Uh, look at the room next year. It's going to be Fields, two true freshmen, and Gunnar Hoke, right? And let's face it, Field and Hoke are going to be gone after this year. So these two guys, one of them is going to start in two years for OSU in all likelihood. Unless OSU brings in some true freshman bomber in 2021 who's as good as anybody in the country, you're likely going to have a redshirt freshman playing as your starting quarterback. And that's a bit of a scary thing. So you need multiple quarterbacks in this class without the shadow of a doubt. So I'm excited that OSU has officially found their guy. I trust Ryan Day's quarterback thought processes implicitly. Uh, I think at this point, if you don't trust Ryan Day with quarterbacks, you have a problem because he has proven to have turned Dwayne Haskins into a star. Obviously, we've seen what Joe Burrow has become. And then on top of that, he made the correct decision to move away from Tate Martell, who couldn't even start at Miami, and bring in Justin Fields, who currently has, what, a 26-2 touchdown turnover ratio? So uh, anything Ryan Day signs off on at quarterback, I'm in no position to argue with, and I don't think really anybody else this side of Lincoln Riley is. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Day can pick quarterbacks. He can coach them up. I mean, he's just, uh, you know, we, we called Tom Herman the quarterback whisperer when he was here, and he did a great job with quarterbacks. I mean, you know, Cardell Jones had tons of talent, but, you know, you know, I think Tom Herman did a great job with him. And J.T. Barrett seemed to regress after Tom Herman left, but I, what Ryan Day's doing with quarterbacks, it's just, you know, it's it, it's amazing. And, uh, and the way he recruits them and the way he coaches them up just across the board. Um, speaking of Ryan Day, let's close the show with this. I think he's going to be at Ohio State for a while. I believe him when he says. In fact, I, I, I knew this ahead of time because I've had people tell me that they're very happy in Columbus. And that, you know, they really want to stay somewhere for a while, the Day family does. And he's being asked about his future. You know, and I'm sure fans hate hearing about this, you know, but um, I think some reporters are just doing their job, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think people are being – because I know the reporters that, you know, that asked him the question this week about, you know, would you – you know, listen to an NFL coaching job and things like that. They're good guys. They're not trying to be muckrakers or anything like that. They're just trying to do their job. Um, but uh, my opinion, Bax, is that Ryan Day is going to be here for a while. Now, if Bill Belichick retires and the New England Patriots throw $10 million at him, you know, who knows. But that's not going to happen. And Ohio State can, you know, they, they can match pretty much any dollar offer. I tend to think Day's going to be here as long as he wants. Your thoughts? Well, first and foremost, I don't think Ryan Day is going to go anywhere anytime soon. In my mind, it was Ryan Day has at least four years of being the head coach at Ohio State where he doesn't even consider the NFL dream. And candidly, nobody really knows what he thinks of what his dream is. Is his dream to eventually win a Super Bowl? Is that a down-the-line thing? Because – Ryan Day is much different than Urban when it comes to these NFL rumors, right? I don't think anybody really thought Urban Meyer was going to go be an NFL coach. Urban, like, thrived on recruiting. He ran a college offensive system, right? He made no sense as an NFL coach, right? Ryan Day, on the other hand, comes from the NFL, just produced an NFL first-round pick. Uh, you know, we don't really – he's still young enough that we don't know how much he really thrives on recruiting, uh, he seems like a very laid-back professional guy who expects people to get their stuff done. Um, 
he, you know, candidly, he has a great NFL attitude. But I don't think he's going to leave Ohio State anytime soon. I think he has business to attend to here. Big question is, four years from now, and Ryan Day continues the Urban Meyer train of mayhem, and OSU wins a natty and a bunch of Big Tens and keeps pounding Michigan, does Ryan Day say, I've done this. I've checked my box as an elite college coach. Now I'm going to go to the Seahawks or whatever and try to be like Pete Carroll and win a national championship and a Super Bowl. Down the line, you can sell me as that is a concern. In the short term, I am not concerned. And that's not just Ryan Day saying that to keep recruits happy. Uh, I don't, and, I, and I don't think it's like a Jeff Halfley thing where he's here for a year or two and then somebody's going to snap him up. I, I genuinely think Ryan Day wants to be here for the next half decade. Uh, now, he made a good point where he talked to his family about moving him every year and how that wasn't what he wanted. Well, if he really wants stability, Ryan Day won't go. Because Ryan Day, I, I think he has the, the hallmarks of being the kind of guy who's going to go on a very long, successful run here. You're seeing recruiting for next year already. The classes that Urban didn't have anything to do with. Ryan Day, is now he's a very lucky guy that Ohio is in the shape it's in. It's amazing how good Ohio's class is next year. But he's also putting together an awesome recruiting class just in general for next year. And it's not just Ohio kids that are all over OSU. Ryan Day is showing left and right that he is an elite college head coach. And if Ryan Day really doesn't want his family to move, then he'll be here for 10 years. He'll be a guy who is an urban or a trestle length kind of guy. But you never know for a young guy like Day who's, what, 40, 41, something like that, in 10 years when he's 50 and he still has a ton of coaching ahead of him, who says he isn't going to want to taste the NFL? Because almost every one of these big-time coaches has done it once in their life. Saban, Spurrier, I mean, those are the guys who, no matter how good they are as college coaches, at some point think that they can do it at the bit of the pro level. And everybody in the back of their mind thinks about being Pete Carroll and winning national championships and winning Super Bowl. So right now, I'm not worried about it. Talk to me in 2025, and then we'll see how worried I am then. Very well said. I mean, I think they're, you know um... – in five or ten years, like you said, all bets are off, you know, especially if he's accomplished what I think he's going to accomplish at Ohio State. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I agree with you. There, I have zero worries that he is going to jump to the NFL after one year at Ohio State or two years at Ohio State. And I tell you what, it's a good problem to have that we're even talking about this. Like early, I think a lot of people um, were wondering, is, is Ryan Day even like cut out to, to be the head coach at Ohio State? Now we're wondering, is he going to be one and done at Ohio State? No, he's not going to be one and done. I agree with Everything you just said there, Bax. He is the people's champ, Matt Baxendale. Thank you very much, Bax. And thanks to our listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag. Best damn band in the land. here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.